Pepper. The time I ran away. That's something I wrote down. I was just always a kid that was getting in trouble. Uh, for reasons we'll go over on some other episode, I'm sure. And so it got to the point to where I specifically had got a daily report from my teacher. Uh, this was in elementary school. I want to say I was in maybe fourth or fifth grade, something like that. And I would get a daily, a daily assessment basically. And there was only three, there was only three categories that I could get. And that was a frowny face, a, what would now be known as a meh face, which was just a straight line across or a smiley face. And that was supposed supposed to tell my parents how I did for the day. Is this recording? Yes, it is. I was supposed to tell them how I did for the day. And, you know, the fact there... no. By the way, no one else in the school, in the grade, whatever grade I was in, no one else got this treatment. Like, that's, that's the kind of kid I was. It's like, they just... Whatever. They needed to know that my parents knew that I needed to be disciplined if the situation arose. So... I think the deal with my parents, there was like some kind of like certain amount of frowny faces or meh faces in a row, and I would be grounded for the weekend or whatever it was. And uh, I want to, I don't remember if it was a Friday or what, but I had gotten, I had gotten the allotted amount of frowny faces or whatever. And I just knew that I was in trouble. I knew I was going to get spanked. That was a thing. I would get spanked very hard with the belt. My dad did not pull punches. He was like, what? You're a human? That's enough. Doesn't matter if you're small. I'm going to hit you very hard with a belt. Uh, and so I didn't like it. So I decided that when they called, because they had three, two or three bells, maybe two bells. There was at the end of the day, there was one for the walkers and the bike riders. And then there was one for the kids that rode the bus. And I rode the bus. At, but this day, they rang the bell for the walkers and the bike riders. And I dipped. I was like, yep, I'm walking home today. That's what I do. And I knew enough that I knew the direction that my house was in. And so I just got out to the front of the school and walked in the opposite direction and just kept walking. Like, I just walked and walked and walked. Excuse me. And uh, I don't know. Like, I don't... My recollection is that I wasn't walking for that long. Uh, But very quickly, I guess, uh, it was found out that I was missing... And, or I, it seems very quickly. I don't. I don't know. I don't remember what time we would get done with school for the day. So maybe it, I don't know. Either way, uh, at some point, people started driving around looking for me, and uh, the person that ended up finding me was uh, the this girl Tiffany and her parents. And Tiffany, I had a huge crush on. And she looked like a mouse. Like, thinking back on it now, like, she looked like a mouse that had come to life. But, man, I like Tiffany a lot. But not so much that when she was like, we found him, DJ, we're gonna get him. Like, they tried to 
corner me. Like they tried to like pull their like uh, uh, minivan in front of me, and I kind of realized what was happening. So I just book. I'm just running full sprint as hard as I can as a fourth grader, fifth grader, with my backpack on. And the next thing I know, Tiffany is behind me, and she is trying to grab me, like grab at me. And she gets my backpack, and I just fling that backpack off, and she hits the ground. And I look back, and I'm like, in that moment, I didn't realize in that moment what that feeling was, but that was the what I later knew it to be was the feeling of any shot I ever had with this girl in the future has now been uh, put to a halt right now. Uh, in elementary school Uh, because she hit the ground hard and I like I said just glanced back and was like well casualties of war and just booked it and was going 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 well what I hadn't realized was is that her parents had gotten back in the van and uh, (laughs) they had gotten back in the van and they came they cut me off and they grabbed me and I'm screaming I am screaming I do not want to go because I just know that I'm going to get beat And now I'm going to get beat even harder because I ran away and got caught because I don't know where I thought I was going, but I was like, well, off to start my new life as a parentless child. I just will walk the the mean streets of uh, Tampa. I wasn't in Tampa. I was just outside of Tampa. But yeah, I will just walk those mean streets and I'll just, you know, I'll just do whatever it is homeless people do. They just live outside. I'll just do that. No, that wasn't the case. So they bring me back home or back to the school where the police are and they talk to me. I I, I don't remember. <laughs> the next thing I remember is much, you know, it's like maybe the next day. But I imagine because I had to talk, sit there up at the school forever, it seemed like. And I imagine they were trying to ascertain whether or not I was being beaten at home and that's why I was running away and I'm sure I just said something to the effect of he's gonna spank me oh god please don't let him spank me and I definitely did get spanked hard and with a belt but I remember it's funny because at the time I didn't know to take this much joy in what had happened uh but I found out my parents told me they were like I don't know what they said, so I'm going to just do a dramatic uh, reinterpretation of what they said. Like, the ramifications of what you did will not stop echoing through this community, DJ. And I said, what? What do you mean? And they said, we just got a call from Tiffany's parents. They just got, they just got uh, almost dragged down to the police station because... Uh, apparently when I had been screaming and resisting and being pulled into a minivan, uh, some good Samaritans were like, Hey, that doesn't seem normal. We're going to take down this person's license plate and call the police. And that's exactly what they did. And then the police showed up at their house and apparently had to search through the house. And yeah, it was great. Uh, I love, and now as an adult that that happened Oh my God, it makes me feel so good. Cause hey, stop, stop with the with the trying to take of kids. Uh, but yeah, at it, you know at the time, I think that was when I realized like, oh, I will never have a chance with Tiffany. I pretty much uh, got her parents almost sent to jail. Like she almost had to be an HRS kid because of me. <laughs> 
because I ran away and they tried to do a good thing and definitely did. Like I was going, I would have just, man, what would have happened if I had made it and no one had found me? Well, I'll tell you actually, because that wasn't the only time I ran away. One time I straight up ran away from my house. Like I didn't run away from school. I ran away from home. And this, I don't even remember why I ran away from home, but I do remember that I find it nightfall happened. And I was like, I realized at some point, after, like a couple hours after it had gone dark, I was like, I've made a terrible mistake. Like, I don't know where I am. I don't know what is happening. I, this is, I've made a, I've made a very huge tactical error. And so first, my first thing was I was going to start hitchhiking. So I got my thumb out and not surprisingly, no one picked me up. So then I was like, well, kindness of strangers. By the way, I don't, I wish I could remember. It was around the same time. Like I was, I'm pretty sure I was still in elementary school and I was just crying at this point, just crying uncontrollably. And I went up to these pe- just random people's house and just knocked on their door and was like, can I use your phone? I need to go home. And I remember the lady was very nice. The husband was like, they were both, they were an older couple. The lady was very nice. The husband was kind of like, Oh my God, this freaking idiot. And so they got my phone number. They called my parents and, uh, the guy had been on the phone and the wo- the woman had given me some ice cream and I'm eating it and she's talking to me. And the guy was like, something to the effect of like, enjoy that ice cream or give him another scoop or something like that. He was like, because you're in big trouble. He was like, man. He was like, your dad sounded so mad. I was like, cool. <laughs> this is before you knew that you should not tell a kid that ran away how mad his parents are because now he's going to be going back to them. No. <laughs> No, you have to, a kid that does that, you lie to them. You go, oh my God, they're so excited to see you. They can't wait. They have a new pony for you or whatever. Man. You know, you think you'd take a drink, you'd take a drink of water, even if it's a seltzer, and you'd feel uh, like your throat was cleared more. Mine was, in fact, not cleared more. That's too bad. Uh, so yeah, I don't, uh, I don't think I ran away ever again after those two times, but clearly I'm not the running away type. I found out very early on that I would not make it, nor could I escape anyone who wanted me bad enough. Like the first, you know, one time it gets dark and I'm like, this is a mistake. And the other time, I can't get far enough away or run away from these people quick enough to not be basically... Because that's the thing. The people that called the cops on that family that found me, they definitely did the right thing. Because they pretty much witnessed a kidnapping. Like, if you don't know what you're looking at, you just witnessed a kidnapping. You just saw a kid with nothing just screaming and adults dragging him into a vehicle which is insane could you what would you have done the same thing you might nowadays i feel like people would have followed them and tried to run those people off the road like he's abducting him i know it so 
Yeah, I wouldn't have made it. I so wouldn't have made it. It would have been... When I had shown up dead, they would have laughed at how long I didn't make it. They'd be like, he died within six hours of running away. Of starvation. That's right. He wasn't. He had eaten breakfast, but he was so bad at being on his own, he died of starvation in six hours. Ugh. This stupid kid is what they would say. And then they would close the close the file and be like, just, just don't even give him a casket. Just dig a hole and just throw him in face down. <laughs> just throw him in face down. And that's it. That's what happens when you run away, kids. So don't do it. Do not do it. I don't know if there is... Uh, there's any more to be said about this, but I feel like I've said all that there is, at least all that I know. I wish, uh, my closing note will be this. I wish so bad that I knew, because I wonder if she got married, Tiffany, because I know, I know her last name from when we were kids, but man, if I could find her now, I would love to hear her, her recollection of that. And what actually happened. Or if my parents had just lied to me. And maybe that never did happen with her parents, you know, the cops calling. Because my parents were definitely prone to lying. They would definitely lie if it drove a point home. And it definitely drove the point home. (laughs) Well, it drove the point home that I had no shot with Tiffany anymore. But anyway, that's it for this episode. Uh, Thank you for listening. I really appreciate it. There's no email for us yet, so if you have any questions, uh, just uh, check the show notes. Because, like I said, there's no email as of recording, but there might be one by the time these are released, uh, if this one even gets released. But there you have it. That's been this episode. Thanks for coming. I will talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.